Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. We are the one, two, three, Star Losers! What up, everybody? I am Lunchbox. I know the most about sports. So I'll give you the sports facts, my sports opinions, because I'm pretty much a sports genius. Genius. <laughs> What's up, everybody? I'm Eddie, and I know the least about the sports but I'm your average sports fan. You're a sports watcher. I don't know the who's who's. I don't know the what's what's. Uh, and I did have Corona at one point. What's up, you guys? It is Sizen. I'm from the north. I'm an alpha male. I live on the west side of Nashville with my now wife. And we do still shotgun Bud Light hard seltzers uh, just there on the patio mm-hmm. while, while we overlook the mountains as a married couple, Coach. Mm-hmm. Guys, over to you. When do you li- move out to the country? When do you buy a place? What's the plan? Um, Yeah, let me just give the address out real quick. Coach, it's uh, I believe six months we still got. We're, when you when we're are locked you, in a lease. When are you fertilizing the one of the twenty fours? Guys, I'm locked in a lease. I'm locked in a marriage. I'm I, all I, locked down right now. I think he's only got twenty three, dude. I don't know. Do you have twenty three or twenty four? Twenty three. Oh, twenty three. Uh, okay. It was a tribute to Jordan. Luckily, we were able to nice. pull twenty three eggs out of my now wife. You ready to be a daddy, or are you going to hold on for a little bit? I believe they told us that we wait five years to enjoy marriage. And then that's when you have kids. Who said that? Uh, in books. I've read it a lot of places. <laughs> in books. And, uh, Interesting. The, the books, internet. The on the Twitter and on Instagram. <laughs> huh. <laughs> I'm like, Mom, Mom. She was in town. I go, I can like do what you and Dad did, right? I wait five years and enjoy this marriage. She's like, yeah, we got married when we were 25. You probably are a little behind. You yeah, should probably par- have kids in a year. My parents waited five years to have kids, dude. So I, that seems to be the right number. But they got married when? How they old were 19. They? Exactly. Yeah. Eddie, how long did your parents wait? Oh, who knows, Coach? I, I mean, Prior- we, we did the math the other day. like, and, oh, we were and like, it, it wasn't adding up? It was not <laughs> adding up. And we're like, somebody was born before marriage, or somebody was conceived before marriage. Something's happening here. We're not really sure. Let me say this. A lot of details sometimes get a little fuzzy when you're talking to your parents about when weddings were and when births were. If, you, if you're a kid right now listening to this show, Take how old you are, mm-hmm. and you need to find out the date that your parents got married. If that date is after your birth, what? Before, after yeah. your birth, then uh-huh. you were born. The problem when is they were not married. The problem is they can always change that date. That is what I wonder: is how many people listening to our podcast right now, of the all thirteen hundred people, 
How many you people? Said 800. You are our no, sore losers nation. Really? Penis. I, I wonder how many lie to their kids about a wedding date just so they don't. The kids don't know that they were conceived okay. before the wedding. Okay, I would think a lot, but however, is it worth lying about it? Like, like if if it was you. Like, you were the older kid, and you found out, oh, my gosh, my parents had me before they got married. I'm the reason they got married. Is that a big deal? Like, is that something you start, like, really getting sad about? Some people it is. Why? I I don't know. Like, my my aunt and uncle, like, I've said this before, they were not allowed to live together before marriage, so they lived in the same apartment complex. Their walls touched, and so they cut a hole in the wall and put the phone through the wall. (laughs) Oh, the phone. Just through <laughs> just so their parents wouldn't know they lived together. Okay, Coach, but, you've never told that story? That is truly amazing. Guys, you know that when my wife and I were dating in Austin, I had the apartment downstairs, and she had the apartment upstairs. Oh, my gosh. Because we did not want to let our parents know that we were living together. Guys, why do you think I lived outside of Belmont for six months? Exactly. Did you guys ever see that pad? Lunchbox doesn't have the kind of parents that are like, you cannot live with someone but before you, you get married. you just said, why would you lie? What? When you, you lie. Just said, like, I, okay. I was lying for my parent. I'm the child in the situation. Right, I understand that. But- so, so, so what I'm saying, as a parent... Why would you lie? Why? Why because would you lie? Because you don't to your, want to tell your coach, kids. Coach, why does anybody lie to right. cover something up? Because it's easy in the moment. But then next thing you know, you got to create another lie. Then you have to remember exactly. your lies. Then the time goes by and you're like, oh crap, I got to roll with another lie. Because coach, the lies build. The first lie is very simple. It's the lies five years down the road that are very difficult because you create this amazing coach. I've heard it before. A web of lies. Mm. Yes, because maybe you don't want your kids to follow in those footsteps. But, you but, hope that they will not have a child before they are married. Who says who? So I'm saying this says, is... Says our parents. Well, However, moving forward, are you going to tell your kids to not live with your girlfriend before you get married? My parents never said that. What? My parents never told me not to live with someone. I know. So are you going no. to? No. That's my point. But what I'm my saying parents, is some people... Listen, my parents told me over and over that you cannot do that. I, however, will not care if my kids live with their girl. So th- so that won't matter to or me. Boy. Right, but you're asking well, why boys. you're asking oh, oh. why people <laughs> you're asking why people lie and I'm saying because let's say a parent has a kid gets pregnant before they're married. Then they get married, they have the kid and they lie to their child their whole life about the dates just because they want to keep that image up and they maybe don't want their child to follow in their footsteps. I don't know. Some people have different beliefs about sex before marriage and things like that. So that's why they lie, and they continue that lie because they want their child to follow in the same, like, what they look at as, please don't get pregnant before marriage. But, can, and can I jump in, guys, just for a, a small little thing from the wedding that just came up? Oh, good one. So do you know how BJ, uh, he was a bridesman. He was on yes. my uh, fiance now wife, oh, side of the wedding. He mm-hmm. did something bad. Okay, well, you know BJ brought his boyfriend. Yes. Okay, and BJ's boyfriend and him sat at a table with who? Your, Your parents. With my parents. Well, yesterday we were talking with my parents, and my dad goes, hey, Laura, I was going to ask. What was David's relationship to BJ? Was it just friends? Is that how he got into the wedding? And Laura goes, yeah, 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 just friends. See? My, my dad had no idea that they were gay. Hmm. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was pretty obvious. I mean, but my dad seriously thought, oh, David was a really good friend of BJ, so huh. that's how he got to come to the wedding. Or, or did your and, dad and, and, and already wait, 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 know? Question. 
And Laura just didn't want to have to go through the whole story, so she just lies, right? Coach, it, back to what we were saying, it was easier to lie. Yep. So she said, yes, Dave Slater, he was a friend of BJ's, a really, really good friend. That's how he was at the wedding. You're lying about BJ and his boyfriend. That's different because than lying to your kids. Guys, guys, all, all you parents listening out there, parents, there is no point in lying to your kids so you can have the good example that you are. Guess what makes a kid feel great growing up? Uh, PlayStation. Wow, my parents aren't Trampoline. perfect. <laughs> wow, my parents made mistakes like uh, I'm making a mistake. The latest LeBron shoes. I mean, this whole old school mentality of like, no, 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 we did not smoke cigarettes or drink beer ever. Like, what are you talking about? I found out later in my life that my mom was a smoker. I thought you were about to say something else. What? I, I really thought you were about to roll with prostitute. I don't know why. <laughs> and I was like, Eddie, are you freaking kidding me? I, like, I found right? out years hey. later that my mom's a hooker. I was like, oh. Eddie, you don't need to reveal that on the podcast, Coach, man. That's, that's bad. I had no idea where you were going with you that You know one. what I'm saying? This whole idea of, like, my parents are perfect. I need to be just the, like them. They also lie because then the kid be like, but you did it. Exactly. That's okay, though. That's I, okay. No. To be like, don't be like me. Obviously, I made those mistakes. I don't smoke today. So I have no problem telling my kids the mistakes that I made in my life to help them advance their life. I wonder, like my roommate Sons in college, he just rolls out with all He his got mistakes. his girlfriend. I mean, they had broken up. You do, coach. And they and then he got her pregnant. Oh, no way. And so then they end up getting married and having, you know, they have three kids. The, one kid is 18 now. So I wonder if that daughter knows, hey, my parents got pregnant with me before – they were married, and they had already broken up. I wonder if they know the story, or they just call tell them. them. Call them. Find yeah, out. I ain't asking them that. Because, <laughs> you know, the reason the parents can do the math trick is because the kids were just born, and so the kids have no memory of how it was. Exactly. So the, the history well, of the family is told by the parents. So you can tell that history however you see fit. The only problem you run into is at family reunions when other family members tell you a different version of that story or totally tell you that what you know is false. Otherwise, the kids only go by what the parent has told them. They can't look on the Internet at, a, at their own family history. It's literally word of mouth by what their parents tell them. So, yes, a lot of parents have probably lied to their kids. No, for sure. I just, yeah, I, I, wonder I, I if, think and I hope that's changing as the years go on. I think it's the same. I think back in the day, some people felt comfortable not lying, and it's the same thing today. They feel like that old tradition where you can't live together before marriage and you can't tell your kid, hey, we got pregnant with you before we were married. It just seems weird. I just wonder how many people listening would say that. But raise your hand their kids. in your car oh, hey, right now. E email us. If you're dr yeah, email us. I'd love to hear. We are the sore losers at gmail.com. Anonymous. Anonymous. Anonymity. Or tweet us. There's just different things that I want. That, that's an interesting thing because Eddie thinks, no, no one lies anymore. No, no, no. I'm saying that they really shouldn't. Well, there'd be, there, there'd be no point in lying anymore. And it's not my opinion. Guys, no, it is your no, opinion. It, it's, it's really not. Telling the truth about everything is really much better. For so you everyone. Tell your, you tell your kids the truth about everything, right? Absolutely. Like, so, like, like, so when uh, they ask about Bobby and Caitlin uh, kissing and they're married already, uh, what do you say? No, I, I don't answer. You need to back reference. Lying. That is a story from the big show. Hey, put a bean on that one. And bean it. And also, that, so Caitlin is Bobby from the big show, his uh, fiance. And they live Lunch. together. Some people don't listen I to know. the big they, show. They live together and they kiss on Instagram. So Eddie's kids asked. <laughs> 
They said, so they're married, right? And Eddie just ignores them. Exactly. That's the same thing That's as lying to them. That's not the same as lying. <laughs> yeah, it is, Coach. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's, it's not. Absolutely. Guys. Coach, because you don't want that awkward conversation. With a five-year-old, so... I don't, Coach. You know With we... a 12-year-old, I tell him coach, everything. why do you think we lied to my dad? We didn't want the awkward conversation of dad. Guys nowadays date. We live in a city where it's very normal for guys to date, even though you live in a small town where he's he probably hasn't seen a guy-guy relationship Ever. I if, believe maybe your, if he sees it on his TV. I believe your dad was lying. No, he wasn't. He had no idea they were boyfriend and boyfriend. Why would he even ask that question again? Because he was curious. He said, why did the David guy get to come? He was just a friend. I thought it had to be blood mm-hmm. or somebody that had a really close relationship or something. Like, and, like remember I talked about my Fortnite, uh, San Francisco 69ers? And how yeah. my mother-in-law saw the, the name or whatever. And she was like, why did you name him 69? My wife later is like, she knows. My mom knows. She's totally messing with you. Like she wanted to hear from your mouth why you named your team the sixty nine. I didn't. T- I told no, no, her. No, you just said you should tell the truth to everybody. So did you lie to her? What did I say? I don't know. What did you tell her? I said I was just trying to be funny. You know, sixty nine. That's all I said. I didn't say because you know when you put because a girl and a guy opposite direction. You know when one turns one way, the other turns the other way, and they flip flop and they start eat. Okay, that's no, coach. I didn't say coach. all. I didn't say all that. Coach. Um, can I read the email that Lunch sent to the entire company, or is this prep for the big show? No, go no, ahead. I just, I just okay. responded to an email. So our head of the building here, let's just say not the entire company, but a dang close to it. He said he runs the whole Nashville market. Thank you. I couldn't think of that. He runs uh, the building. Good morning, team. He sent the email, and he said, I've heard of a couple of you as nominees for, what is it, nominee of the year or something? No, no, it's Employee a, of the month, month, coach. But he didn't This, this is it. very common in many read businesses. Read the title of the... Email. Oh, October MVP noms. And then he said, please email me who you think is most deserving for the month of October. Lunchbox responds almost immediately, and he says, Lunchbox. So he recommended himself, and he goes, dude has been on his game this month. (laughs) Coach (laughs) recommended himself. But he he replied all, so everybody (laughs) can see it. The entire company sees that. Coach, it's a great joke, but, I mean, there's probably somebody that's been dealing with a pandemic like they're probably oh, I haven't been well a person that maybe lost you their car due to the pandemic they now are unable to drive they have to walk to work no that one comes might. to work everybody works from home well, i still well, come to work and make sure a, everything's running maybe properly. they had a baby during the pandemic exactly. and they kept working through it or somebody that had was affected by covid eddie maybe a possible nom Good. but he was wow. not he, he did Good not have covid in october but he beat covid but he also found a way to work from home during covid wow that will be the email i sent Coach, that's not the, a bad the, idea the, the only problem is that was not in October. Okay, crap. though. It's okay, though. Like, I mean, if we want to go retroactive. Okay. We're telling the story now in October. <laughs> yeah. And, and this is the, the story of October is this is when football is getting real. And did you guys watch the Bears the other night? Sorry, did you watch the Bears the other night? Do you want to talk to me about how terrible their offense is? Well, I want to talk to you why you keep saying that their defense is good, Coach. They did not look good last no, no. night. No, no. Their defense. Here. Your defense can only hold up so much. They played so well. I mean, when the Bears offense doesn't even score a touchdown the entire game. Who was quarterbacking? Foles. Foles. Why do they not put in true Busky? They suck either way. I don't know. The play calling, they just aren't very good. They, oh, it's all, their, their offense is brutally bad. And Nick Foles had a statement that was very bad. Is it I, audio? No, they were talking about it during the game. Say it in his voice. He said the F word. No, they said that Nick Foles, they were interviewing him, and he talked about how 
Some of it's on the play calling of, of Nagy. Got that him. He calls these plays, but he doesn't realize that I don't have enough time to th- do that play because he's not back there in the pocket. Yep. He that, just straight up called out coach. Yes, he called out coach for calling terrible plays, saying, look, he's calling these plays that take five seconds to develop. I don't have that long. Can that comment be taken out of uh, context? Because what he's really saying is that's fine. That's a good play and all, but I can't execute it because someone is on me with less time than I can to execute that. That's what he's that's saying. That's really he's all saying. he's saying, but that's not like he's not directly saying, hey, coach, you suck with that play calling. Hey, good call, coach. I'd like to make that play, but I can't execute it because I'm on the ground before I can execute That's it. exactly what he's saying. But though. that's he's not saying, against the coach. It is. He's saying, coach, like, you know our offensive line is terrible and that there's going to be people in my face. So why don't we call something that's uh, three steps and throw it instead of five steps and throw it? Throw it. I, I, I think he's taking a shot at the coach, and he's also taking a shot at his offensive line. Okay, as a coach, do you ex- you, do you just accept the fact that your line sucks? Like like mid season, do you just start saying like, all right? But it, coach, if you do you understand the concept of a line? It's one guy wait, hey. trying to. <laughs> 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 it's one it guy. It's <laughs> more like that. Coach, but go ahead. Hey, I know about a it's, line, coach. It's, <laughs> it's one guy trying to stop another man from getting five feet behind him. Uh-huh. How can you not do that for more than a couple seconds? Five yards. Five yards. I mean, if you watched the Bears on Monday night. There, Nick Foles. Wait, he looked. He kind of looked like Tom Brady, though. Anytime anybody would get past the offensive line, he would just turn his back and go in the yeah. fetal position. Yeah. What, what's your? I don't understand your question, Coach. It, it it just seems like, is it that? I mean, is it that hard to block someone? <laughs> we just say we <laughs> yes. just we, all you say is lines. So you don't actually explain it. How damn hard you have Odell making one handy catches? No, you don't. You he's have, out for the year. Let me go with my tangent. Oh. You have Patty Mahomes throwing sideways, sometimes no-look passes, and you're a grown fat guy, and you can't keep somebody from going five yards behind you for at least two seconds? No, they Good. can't. What is, I, okay, can people please stop saying that I'm the worst person on the show? Like, that's the dumbest no, no. thing I've ever heard in my life. I, I understand what Ray is saying. is like, how can you not be better at your job? Wait, wait, I, I, guys, it's two people. It's one-on-one, and you know what's harder to stop someone from getting past you than trying to attack a quarterback? Yes, it's hard to get the quarterback, but guess what's harder? Trying to catch someone that's rolling around, that's that's jerking you around, that's Jer- jumping over you, that's getting under other. you. That's jerking you around. It's hard to be an offensive line. It is. It is hard because some of them, the, the linebacker comes, they get a running start. Yeah. And you are stationary. So Sometimes it, you're taking on two people. So it is hard. They don't get much of a running start. Yeah, they, they do. They can't go full-on run, can they? Uh, Palomalo used to get a big running start. I just feel like now they can't intimidate it or it counts against the defense or something like that. Oh, if they say boo? Or something. <laughs> you, you ha- The way you do it, you can't try and draw them off sides nowadays in the game. It's It was count. bad. But if you watch the game, the Bears' offensive line was bad. But what Nick Foles said when they were talking about it on the game, it was just like, dang, he's calling out his coach going, hey, coach. I understand you want to throw these deep balls, but we don't have time. And it's just everything was off. And he goes, I want to go fast. He was talking about I I get more in a rhythm. And then they don't do the hurry-up offense. The offense is so bad, but the defense is so good. But the Bears just – you watch that game, and that is why I tell you that the Bears just aren't that good of a football team because they can't move the ball. It is so dreadful to watch, and you can't rely on your defense week in and week out to hold people to 15 points. It's just impossible. Hey, welcome to Chicago. We ain't got no winners here. Go to another city. Go to, go or, I don't know. Well, to Chicago talk.
Like that. Hey, why don't you get you some stuffed crust at Gino's Pizza? Eddie, what, you watch it. Tell me what you think. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's fr- it was frustrating to watch the, the Bears. Like, I had I had them plus six. I wanted them to keep the game a little close, but that's my point. Like, they didn't keep it close. I felt like the Bears' defense could have at least kept it a six-point game. Oh, my gosh. How? They would go for it on fourth and five from their own 25 and not get it, and the Bears hold them to a field goal. That's incredible. And that Rams a punter is um, amazing. Is but, he the dude that always pins it in? Oh, I he, mean, the dude he, was pin he pins it in w- one yard. I mean. Every time. That And the, the offense got it nowhere, and so you kick back, and the defense held him again. I mean, it was just oh, it was so frustrating to watch the Bears' offense. I mean, they held the – what they was the final – They have a good record, though. Yes, they do have a good record, but uh-huh. they, they're not they, – they don't perform up to that record is the problem. They only gave up 24 points. Got mm-hmm. him. And let, Coach, let's – What do you mean got him? That's a lot of points. Coach, my, they got a they fumble recovery 10. for a touchdown. No, no, what their offense only scored three. Three, correct. The defense scored seven. Yeah. That's how bad – Nick Foles – had 230 yards, two INTs, and they had 49 yards rushing. They didn't even have 300 yards of offense. But if if you look at the, the Bears' defense, they only gave up 240 yards of freaking offense. Whoa. That tells you how little the field the, the Rams had to go and how well the, the Bears' defense mm-hmm. played. I mean, because they were starting off in the Bears' territory, it felt like every drive because that punter kept putting it down at the two-yard line. Mm-hmm. Um, did, was it watchable? You guys actually watched the Bears game? Well, it was the only thing on. Like their, um, their brand of football is just not fun to watch. It, it was watchable because, A, I'm a Bears fan, and so you think, okay, they're going to do something. They're going to do something. They're going to do something, and they never do anything. And then also you just watch it for uh, when it gets a blowout, when it's 24-3, to 3, you're like, I should go to bed. But then you say, you know what, I got fantasy implications. And you watch it, and you watch Raymundo lose uh, when Jimmy Graham gets a catch for negative one yard with about 30 seconds to go in the game, and Ray loses by, like, point two. Listen, it was a devastating loss for my team, but as head coach, I'm taking full responsibility. I already told my nephew, the 12-year-old, the, the assistant coach, it's my fault. Jamison Crowder randomly didn't play on Sunday. I'm at the bar. All of a sudden, I see a message from my nephew. Hey, Jamison Crowder isn't playing. Hurry and switch him. But, I mean, I got two beers. I'm double-fisting. I got a bartender yelling here. I got a girl handing me beers, boobs all popping out of her shirt. Next thing you know, we started Jamison Crowder, and he was out. So I blame me losing on that. Did you have anybody on your bench to play? Yes. I hate that. Guys, they did it last second. He was playing when I was going into my wedding, but next thing you know, I get married and – I don't know what happened to him. It happened to me, too. Aaron Jones. I didn't know he wasn't going to play. Apparently, you got to check these guys one hour before you, the game time because they wake up Sunday morning and say, I just don't feel like playing football today. So so I got oh, you started Aaron Jones. I had him started. I didn't start him. But oh. but I mean, every Sunday we have church right before football, 11 to noon. You know, it's like there's we don't go to church. Oh, coach, that's the worst time slot. for coach, That's just what we do. We get the kids in, in the living room and then, you know, we read a Bible verse and then we talk about what we're grateful for, whatever, all this stuff. And in the middle, I'm like, uh, I need to check my phone. I need to check my roster. I mean, I'm looking at the clock. It's 15 minutes till. I look at my roster. Aaron Jones is out. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, I almost started him. So you think it was a sign from God because you were in church and he told you to check your lineup. No, what I'm saying is I got in trouble. Oh. Oh. My wife's like, why are you checking your phone during church? Because apparently I do that. Why, coach? Because of crap like that. The big show. Even when I used to go to, had to physically go to church, I had to check my roster. You know, when they're when whenever the, they would finish their sermon and take a breath, 
I'd look at my phone just to make sure my players were going to start. Have you ever thought about doing the 8 a.m. service? To get there in time, only when the Cowboys are playing. No, no, I'm just saying that way you're done by 9 and you have a couple hours to relax, get your bets in, and Coach, getting check everyone out of the house by 8, it's not good. It's not good. Everyone out of bed, you got to feed them. They're all grumpy in the morning. It just seems like eleven's the time to do it. But it's pushing it close every Sunday. Yeah. Right. And I thought you were I thought maybe you would usher them out and you would stay home. <laughs> no, I've no I've I've done that before, but no. Well, it's almost crunch time in our fantasy league where it you almost have to just keep winning every game because there's some people that are running away with the divisions. Like Bub- Bubs is seven and zero. Bubs is seven and zero. Bubs is in the playoffs. Wow, already. I, I really think I, I don't think he can be caught. Dang it, dude! Now's the time. You better start punching it because you, you ain't making the like right now. I'm almost. Oh my god. Are gosh. you are you still in the playoffs? If yeah. You- I'm fine. I'm fine. I, I lined up a great team. Lamar had a bye week. James and Crowder decided the eleventh hour not to play. The hell are you supposed to do as a coach? Yeah, you're supposed to put someone in that's going to play. We yes. lost 121.38 to 121.22. That sucks, coach, coach. That's the dumbest thing. Dumbest thing, Coach. That's a tie in my book. Did any of your kickers kick? No, I'm just kidding. I'm not bringing that up. Oh, Coach, a 50-yarder? Yeah, Come Coach. On. Any kickers make a 50-yarder? Oh, I'm sure oh, I had a 50-yarder from the Atlanta kicker. Probably did. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Fantasy woo box. Let me see where. Oh, Ray is in trouble. No, no, I'm fine. I got skinny dip and bong rep. You know why you're okay? Because the two people at the top of your division are only five and two, and you're four and three. So there's not much separation between one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Man, you got eight teams really that can make the playoffs in your division. Mm-hmm. That's no, impressive. We had the right people lose. So, I, like your dad lost, so we're good. Your dad's on a skid right now, two oh, in a row. He's falling apart, dude. He's falling apart. And only fans started zero and three. Now they're four and three. Only fans is a funny because it's a porn site. Oh well, your girl Ashley's still undefeated. Uh, your boy Lunch was zero and three. He's now four and three. Hey, oh that's epic, coach. Hey, are we talking about what happened in the fantasy league, the big thing this weekend? What was the big thing? Well, I mean, we denied the trade, and then the one person got dropped, right? Oh, Michael Gallup, the one that was the big <laughs> trade. Michael Gallup was dropped, yes. So yeah. that means it was all bullcrap. Nobody wanted Gallup on their team. We were tricked. It was all smoke and mirrors, and every single one of us got caught with our pants down, and mine are still down. Yeah, I see that, Coach. Put them back up. Yeah, it's a little weird to be in the glass room with other people. I'm hey, sure Scuba your, Steve does hey, not appreciate that. We get your point. You can pull your pants Yeah, we got it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought that was the funniest thing of it all. I got three guys that are five and two just like me in my division. That's tough, man. Hey, did we get any uh, feedback on our uh, podcast with Ashley? Was it good? No, people liked it. They did? Absolutely. Okay, good. I think people liked it because they, they got to choose who they were going for oh. in the situation. I was on her side until she came on here and made some dumb a arguments. <laughs> she really did. I mean, she's a sports fan. It's okay, but then she, then she it's tried okay to... guys. That's in the past. We're right. moving on. Okay, okay. We're moving on from that. Please. Can we not rehash it? Hey, is tell me this though, because our listeners do care about this. Is everybody still in the running for the playoffs? So like I am Eddie definitely is lunch now is after an epic run. You're, your dad still, he's uh, equal to me. He, I, I don't. There's, Dad's not playing too well. No, his team is it's in trouble. Okay, it, and then what about your brother? Uh, yeah, he's in second place. There, and he's six and one. Dude, there, I'm telling you, the and he odds plays, of one of hey, us winning it is very, very likely. Here's the thing. 
He plays Ashley White this week. Oh, oh. I'll, I'll follow that one over mine. I know. I'm more intrigued in, on that game than any game Is that going to be televised? Or the I don't know if I'm more intrigued by that <laughs> game or the Ravens-Steelers this weekend. Oh, that's dirty. I got Lamar back, baby. Come on, man. Give us some points. Come on, man. Let's go. I mean, I am excited. I mean, that, that's good. Now, yeah. Brady and the Bucks. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Arnold, where's Godwin? my fifth? Nah. Hey, where's my fifth sheet? Hey, Godwin's out. Broken finger. Oh, Here. no. What happened to the Bucks? He broke his finger. Oh, okay. He had to have surgery. <laughs> okay. And they don't need him because they're playing the Giants this week. Oh, So Antonio course. Brown's going to come <laughs> in. Antonio <laughs> Brown's going to come in this week and score two touchdowns all, right off the bat. Oh, you think he's going to come off the couch and just be a badass? Just like he did last year for the Patriots for that one game. All Brady did was freaking force feed Antonio Brown. But the Patriots only had Antonio Brown to force feed. They were terrible. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, it's well, crazy. Well, I think there's some drama between Mike Evans and and. Tom yeah, they Brady. don't seem to like each other because no, Brady don't like, throw Mike, the ball. You know Mike Evans has an attitude. He seemed to have swag and attitude at A&M, and he does just definitely seem like an attitude, attitude type well, wide guess receiver. guess who else has attitude? Tom Brady. And I feel like they just bump heads. Well, that's why maybe he doesn't So he puts them. him in timeout by not throwing him the ball. Yes, absolutely. A mental – yeah, it's a mental a game that Brady's plays with him to not give him the ball. I, yeah, I, I can I'm see about, that. I'm about to show you who's in charge right now. Yeah, you, right now. You, you, I know this has been your team for years. Yeah, I know years. you're the young gun. You're I the, get it. I, look, you think I'm 42 and I'm old and I can't throw the ball downfield? I'll show you. Hey, Godwin, get open. Miller, get open. Gronk, get open. Evans, you want to apologize to me yet? Nope. Okay, no balls for you. Yep. Let's go over I here. Agree. Well, I agree. He's got enough people he can throw to. But, yeah, for whatever reason, he should be throwing to Evans a crap ton because Jameis mm-hmm. did when they came here to Nashville and I watched him. The, Jameis and, the, and uh, Evans were the only guys on that field like. Jameis didn't give it to anybody but Evans. Yeah, and now <laughs> Evans over there just going, hey, man, I still want to play. Well, hey guys, if you're a quarterback, don't you go after the biggest target, the guy that's most likely to catch the ball? Well, I mean, it's I a, would throw it to Evans. It's also a good technique to not, never throw it to Evans the whole season, and then all of a sudden when no one's paying attention, uh, every defense. Oh, thinks, just wait till the playoffs? Every defense thinks you're never going to throw it to Evans, and then boom. Because you know it when a quarterback's about to throw. You know he'll see a receiver and be like, oh, he's dropped some, or like, oh, that guy kind of sucked. You, like he'll kind okay. of he knows his awesome receivers. Okay, question: do, <laughs> do quarterbacks, any quarterback across the league, do they pay attention to who the person is, or yes. do they just look at who's got the better route and who's the better target at no, that moment? Absolutely, they or, know. Or, the or person. do they know that that person does a quarter? Is, does a quarterback know the specific person they're throwing uh-huh. to, or do they just see an open body? Uh huh. They know the person. Okay. They know the person. I think they know the person because they know the playbook, so they know who's running what route. Like, who's the X receiver, Y receiver, Z receiver? And so they know, okay, uh, Emmanuel Sanders is going to be out on the sideline. Okay. Uh, Michael Thomas is going to take it up the field, whatever. And so they know, I think, and they know, okay, you know what? A.J. Brown dropped that last pass. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to throw it to Adam Humphreys because, A.J. Brown, you're in timeout for right now for not catching. But then I love the announcers when they're always like, Oh, you'd love to see him go right back to A.J. Brown. Even though he dropped that last one, he's showing confidence in his receiver. Guys, you know it goes on when a receiver will drop the ball and the quarterback's like, okay, screw that guy. I'm going to throw to somebody else. He's got dropsies today or something like that. Yeah, and so I even mean, though he's open, he may go to a guy that's slightly covered because other there, he knows he's bad luck. I mean, I know Hunter Henry catches that ball in the end zone. Keenan Allen, man, I know I like him, in the, but he, he doesn't catch it. But Keenan's wide open. Ah, but Hunter Henry's got those hands, man. Okay, okay. What about if they're under pressure outside of the pocket? 
Now they just throw it. Anyone. <laughs> they just throw it. But they don't it, care. It, it only the receivers to have an amazing relationship with your quarterback, it only benefits you. Of course. Like why would you not want to be their butt buddy? Well that why do you think Brady it And just, Edelman? I mean, yeah. Why do you think they were just kissing well, why, kissy why do you think Edelman was always like, What you doing, Brady? What oh, you your hair the, looks really nice, hey, Brady. On the oh. bench. Edelman, on the bench. They did that uh, uh, Facebook video, or they did a video series on Brady when he was with the Patriots. Edelman went out to some dumbass ranch in Montana and hung out with just Brady and ran routes in a farm pasture because he was trying to be up his butt. Coach, you think the, he wanted to go to Montana with Brady? Coach, you think people want to go on hunting trips with their bosses? No. <laughs> but they do. Coach. Coach. Like, it happens all across the world. Like, okay, the boss wants us to go hunting. Oh, I haven't hunted hey, in like 80 years. Boss wants us to go play golf remember he always does that thing when he gets up close he, act, he acts like he's good at golf and then you're like i don't even play golf but all right, he, we gotta he, go and then he says he shot like a 90 and i mean we saw him hit six off the tee on number three i mean so that's at least 10 strokes I, he didn't count those hey but. you know how he always does mulligan off one and two like it's so annoying to play with <laughs> i went with an old boss back in the back in the day and we would go play golf and he would say don't look at me when i'm driving the ball Hey, so we would all just turn around. Stop it. And look the other way. <laughs> he, he was said, joking, right? No, he said he'd get nervous when he did that. And whenever he was putting and somebody would say, like, ah, I'll give you that one, he wouldn't count that stroke as a sco- on the score. There we go. <laughs> no. And we'd be like, okay, he knows that when you say, I'll give you that one, you like still that's have just to count. Plus one more. Like, right. right that's, we that, with, that stroke counts. We, I think this is a funny story because if this boss did hear it, he would think it was funny because I would even tell him the story to his face again. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. He was in a rush. For whatever reason, he dovetailed no. our golf trip. No, no, no. This is what happened. <laughs> Who's this? About what, one of your old bosses? No. No, here. Oh, yeah, yeah, This old. boss said uh, for 30, months, hey, 30 for years months, ago, he kept saying, My boss hey, we all need to go play ago. golf. We all need to go play golf. We all need to go play golf. We need to play golf together. Hey, guys, you guys down for a round of golf this time? And so we finally find a day where we can all go play golf. And we all cleared it with the wives and fiancés, And baby. we play golf, and I swear, on number two, he's like, Oh, that's good. And it wasn't even on the green yet. 
And he's like, hurry, hurry. And then we, we got that. That's no, good. It wasn't even on the green yet. It's like, my second I, I, shot. What do you mean that's I'm good? I'm about to chip it. I'm, I'm, I'm 150 out. Oh, that's good. Count it. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. And Give yourself an eagle on that one. <laughs> it was unreal. Hey, you ever I, got a hole in one? Well, you just did. Let's right, go let's to five. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever played speed golf? Because that is exactly what it was. Dude, for whatever reason, he had something come up where he had to have a business meeting. Dude, I've never been so rushed playing golf, and I don't feel like I played my good, my best golf. No, we all played great golf, no, Coach. I, I, I scored a 62. I, Coach, I was nervous. I go to tee it up, and he's like, no practice swing. I'm like, what do you mean no practice swing? Why, why? He didn't even have, hey. We get done with nine. He goes, you sure you guys don't want to just play nine? I'm like, you've been begging for six months. <laughs> For us to clear a day to play golf, and you are just just uh, out of here already. I shot in the sixties that day. Man, but it was my thing. When it's for work, you just got to go with their pace. I mean, so you got a guy, a boss that's slow at playing. So you got a boss that likes to eat lunch in between nine holes. Whatever they do, you got to roll with. That's the business golf. It's a if little Brady different. Brady wants you to go to the ranch in Montana. You go to the ranch in Montana. Dude, Billy goes golfing all the time for work. He gets annoyed by it because, dude, sometimes they'll try. I mean, they'll be out there for six, seven hours, and he's like, dude. I would love to just short do a quick little golf game with one guy. Dude, you bring eight dudes out there talking business. He's like, it's a full day. Like, it's exhausting. It is a full day. They want to stay and have drinks afterwards, too. Oh, and that's the thing. I guess to make a deal in the business world, you got to do a drink every hole. So Billy's like, by the time we sign on the dotted line, I'm hammered. Well, and I enjoy the game so much. I don't want to talk about anything else while we're playing it. I'm thinking about my yardage, which club to get, and like, you know, where I'm going to hit it, left of the stick, but right of the stick. But you need to use it I, as yeah, a I don't want to talk about work when I'm out there. But that, that's every, the problem. But, but that's why that's why you're there, though. I get it. But that's what separates us from the one percenters is those people are talking about golf or business. We're just talking about golf and beer. Yeah. That's what our mistake and is. chicks. We need to talk more business. What? Like, yeah, you get hit a shot. Hey, man. So uh, what do you think about me getting a company car? It's it's a hole in one. <laughs> do you just bring it random stuff up? Yeah, hey, the hey, what do you think about me getting a company credit card? <laughs> Good shot, like, by the way. Yeah. Hey, oh, I mean, that, I, that, that putt's good. Can I get a um, petty hey, cash? You know what's also good, man? The way you guys have been running the company, I, I would, <laughs> I would love to be in talks with those meetings a little bit. Wow, looks like you got a one under on that one. Speaking of one under, I mean, the numbers have been really good. I feel like we're under the budget this year. Uh, well, it looks you? like I spent an eighty. Hey, speaking about eighty thousand, um, what do you think about if I shot a higher number? You start using analogies like, are you talking about golf or your paycheck? Now, speaking of golf, did you see they're going to do game day live from Augusta Masters weekend? That's pretty epic. Is, is Augusta when coming is, up? When is Ma- It's April. November. They had to move it because of COVID. Oh, dang. I thought about that because I saw the, the commercial on TV, and I'm thinking, I don't remember watching the Masters this year. Well, exactly. Well, uh, you didn't watch March Madness either, Coach. Uh, guys, so is are the flowers even going to be blooming in November? <laughs> like, is the grass going to be beautifully like, green? Is it gonna, I, I don't is know. Is it going to look hey. like uh, McCabe when hey. it's all brown? Yeah, J- Jim Nance is going to stick with his normal things. Though. He's going to be like, oh, the poppy seed plants have never looked. <laughs> Jim, they're basically, fro- there was a freeze last night, dude. Jim, they're gr- they're brown like wheat <laughs> plants now. I have no idea what the weather is in Augusta, Georgia. Does it get cold in Georgia? I mean, Hell yeah, it does. It's still southern, but I mean, I would think it gets cold. It gets cold here. Coach. Uh, they're gonna have to use pink balls to see their balls in the in the brown grass. We, we are here at Amen Corner, and uh, everyone is dressed in their snowsuits. <laughs> there's some hey, 
They're, they don't have to worry about rain. All the players are bundled up today. We got flurries. <laughs> now, typically, those those balls would be get stuck in the leaves and all the shrubbage over there. Now, it's almost like they're going to get stuck in a slight snow, slight I- some ice issues here as well. Yeah, don't worry about the you know pine straw this year. It's the black ice you got to look out for. Well, It'll- and I hate to be annoying as I am because I'm Jim Nance, but remember Tiger's epic shot on 17? With the ice, that eight, that shot will never happen. No, this it'll year. hang there like an icicle. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> on this hole, Sergio's gonna have to get a snowman on that scorecard. <laughs> no, I don't mean an eight. A real <laughs> snowman. He just hit a real snowman. <laughs> now it's actually a rule. The caddy is not allowed to wear their scarf on the green. Oh no. The caddy just dropped his earmuffs. It's going to be weird, man. Hey, hey you can see oh. the cat. The relationship the caddy and player have is very close, but I believe they're trying to stay warm. I think they're hugging each other. Yeah, <laughs> guys, I mean, those are new. Those are not new golf gloves Tiger's wearing. Those are mittens. <laughs> oh, and it looks like Santa is joining the crew there. Walk- nope, that's Patrick Reed. I'm so sorry. Oh, oh Tiger, the, for the first time in his career, he grabbed the wrong stick. He grabbed a snow shovel. He didn't grab his driver. <laughs> he felt like that was going to be the better club. Oh, Ricky Fowler, he's getting the putter. No, he's just he's just... Eating a candy cane. And as you can see, the players' wives are all dressed up like snow bunnies. Coach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's going to be oh. weird, man. Eddie. <laughs> yeah. If I, if you had to bet your life. I'm not I, doing I, it. I was I'm only th- putting a dollar on it. I was thinking about this. <laughs> Who is the worst team in football? Cowboys. See, I thought about that. It are is. they worse than the Jets? Yes. Is what I was thinking. Absolutely. And if they were playing this weekend. Against the Jets? Against the Jets. Yeah. Jet, let, right, neutral field, you know, there's yes. no crowd, no Absolutely. nothing. Absolutely, yes. And your life is on the line. Yes. Are you picking the Jets or the Cowboys to win? The Jets. I, I, Way I, to go, Coach. I'm convinced now that the the Cowboys, it's time to tank. And for what? What would you take for them? Who knows what they're tanking for? <laughs> who knows? But at this point, you can't look at what they're doing, and you can't even look ahead on what they have. Like, it's over. The season's over. It's done, guys. And they're not going to try to improve. I don't even – what's the point of winning another game? I really – I'm not you're even only a, one game out of first place. Coach, it doesn't matter hey, to do what. They only scored three points, right? Yeah. Dude, when I just look at their scores in the morning, I'm not even a fan of them, but I'm like, oh. Like, that's not right. That's not – why is that – what are they doing? Here's what's impressive. That doesn't Their feel offense good. scored as many points as the Bears' offense. Hey, hey great coach. Impressive. Dude, my defense. They have a better record yeah. than the Cowboys. Dude, the Cowboys' score just doesn't sit right with me. It's like – I mean, Billy, he's a huge Cowboys fan. He had no interest in the game at all. It's like, ah, oh, it's just – it's depressing, man. It really is. Like, the team is affecting people's lives. Like, Billy <laughs> Billy, Billy usually rolls the town with swag. He's like, Cowboys game's on. I don't care about the Titans. Dude, Billy watched the entire Titans game. Didn't give a crap And I'm about telling it. you guys, like, son, it's important. I get the boys. We all put our jerseys on, Cowboys gear and everything. And, and I, like, this weekend, I was just like, it's okay. You can wear whatever you're wearing. It's fine. Like, you know, well, I'm not wearing Cowboys. I mean, if you want, you can. Dude, We're every- going to watch the game? Yeah, it'll be on. But go play outside if you want. It's okay. It's all good. Dude, every time Billy watches a Cowboys game, he wears a white Cowboys hat. Every time I've seen the dude on Sunday. That's what I'm talking about. What was he wearing this time? I think he was wearing, like, I don't even know. It was some fluorescent hat. That sa- no, it was, like, oh. some hat that said. Uh, Banana hammock. Oh, no. he's wearing a mask. It was, like, a Massimo hat. I'm like, Billy, what happened to your Dallas Cowboys hat? 
Doesn't wear it anymore, Coach. That's what the team's done. Coach, to the us. season's over. So I mean, it's just it just there is really no point for us. It's there's no point for the team, the actual team, to improve, get better, and try to like they just you can't do it. You can't do it. We're on a third string quarterback. Dalton comes back. We've already seen. We gave Dalton uh, two games to prove what he can do. We gave him like a game and a and then the cheap well, shot. Well, guys, yeah. Like, who's another quarterback you can throw in? Uh, Coach, did you see the Kaepernick? You, did you see the meme? That, Is he on the team? No, I'm just. Uh, did you see the meme Bortles. that Snoop Dogg posted? No. no, I mean hilarious. It says, "If you own a Cowboys jersey and you live in the Dallas area, <laughs> show up practice on Tuesday, <laughs> seven <laughs> seven o'clock." <laughs> Coach, that's hilarious. I mean, I loved it. Coach, Snoop, that's really funny. Hey, Snoopy put that down? Hey, Snoop Dogg for shizzle ah, my nizzle. Because hey. it's really true. Oh, and they, are, they are injured everywhere. 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 <laughs> then the funniest Tuesday. thing that ever, that I mean, it sums up the Cowboys season is Monday on the Zoom call, the defensive coordinator with reporters. Mm-hmm. He had to cut the Zoom call short, his press conference. Why? Because he was eating and he... Got something in his eye, and he rubbed his eye, and he had Tabasco sauce, and it got in his eye. <laughs> I mean, that's par, par for the course. I mean, hilarious. This bumbling idiot is the one that's controlling <laughs> your defense. But then I thought, this dude's a genius <laughs> because he didn't want to answer questions from reporters. So he says, oh, I got Tabasco in my eye. Ah, I got to go. Got to go. Sorry. I don't want to have to answer any questions. Yeah, there you go. That's probably why he did it. Really smart. Not really an idiot because he got Tabasco in his eye. Yeah. I mean, Tabasco 101, Coach, you get that hot sauce in your hand, don't touch your eyes. Uh, don't ever go near your face. Right. You'll, you'll know the first time you do it, when you, even if you touch jalapenos yes. and touch your eye. Exactly. The first time you feel that burn, you're like, oh, I'm never doing that, that again for as long as I live. Yeah, uh-huh. just like Icy Hot. Don't get it on your hand and put it on your balls. I accidentally went straight to the balls after I put it on my back. Arnold, there's your Icy Hot mention. Go ahead and send this audio to them. See if we can get them on as a sponsor. Tell them we'll do them good. <laughs> They wanted me to say balls. I did. <laughs> Tell them we do that all the time. It's called improv. <laughs> you want to play a game? Come on. This is a dumb game. All right. Would you rather? Spin no, the ball. No, no, no. Get- hey, Arnold. <laughs> I brought a twister board. <laughs> Eddie, get naked. Eddie, nope. spin I saw that this, I, I saw this online, and I, it, it, it just piqued my interest. Okay. <laughs> Maybe we've already done it. What? No, what? we haven't. There's a hundred-sided dice. 99 of them are a million dollars. Excuse me? So you roll it, lands on a million dollars, you win a million dollars. 99 sides. Hold on, hold on. There's 99 sides on a dice. No, there's 100. 100 sides on one dice. 99 of them are a million dollar winner. The other one is you die instantly. How many times you roll in the dice? I I don't get it. I love it. All you got to do is roll it probably five. Five mil is good. You'll never do it in one. Never do it in one. Less than five, you're good. But you you get kind of crazy. You're going for twenty million, thirty million. Guys, when, am I? I don't get, understand. So there's a dice. You know how a dice normally has six sides. Yes. Okay. This, this one, one has a hundred. We're just it's a, it's a hypothetical I mean, it's dice. A, it's a huge dice. Yeah, it's not a real dice. But, Arnold, it's, but, it, but it's huge. Bring it. Whatever. It doesn't matter how damn big it is. Right. Okay. It's a hundred sided. Okay. I'm 90, picturing it. Ninety nine sides of it say you win a million dollars. Oh, okay. And one one side. You die instantly. How many times are you going to roll the dice? Before? No, I, before you quit. Just one. Just one. I mean, it, it, just one, Coach. If the ultimate price is dying, like, yeah, I'm going to roll that thing once, get my million, and get out. You don't want to go for two? No. Not going to go for two million? No. 
You may not live to see that two million. But you may not see, live oh, to no, see no, that no, million. No, 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 no. You have a great chance. You have ninety nine percent chance. You have a great chance to win a million dollars. But you, after that first one, though, uh-uh, uh-uh, coach, I ain't rolling it. I'll do it five for five million. But do then, it. after that, you don't want to get more greedy. Where's the dice? No, there is no I, dice. I created I, this last <laughs> night. It's called a no. sextuplogram. Arnold, bring it in. I just. Arnold's like rolling in a big old it's dice. It's like this origami thing. <laughs> I saw that question online, and I was like, man, that's so interesting. That really is. How many times you would do How it? How many times would you roll Zero. It? What? No chance. What? No, no, no. Guys. I am so terrified of death. That's the, doing, the dumbest thing ever. Why? Because you die. Arnold. I understand that. What's but, the problem? But bring I am the, terrified Arnold. of it, so I am not going to do something. Bring in the die that, and bring in the gun for someone to die. Bring in the gun, <laughs> Arnold. Okay, here's the dice. Here's the magnum. I here's the sawed-off shotgun. I couldn't do it. Arnold, you're going to kill him. Thank you. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to do it. I would not Arnold, be able to do it. you're also going to go to jail if this game goes south. That's a good game, huh, Arnold? Well, you're going to go to jail. Five to life. Sorry. Okay, so you you're scared Eddie. of death. Yes, and so I wouldn't roll the dice. Because of that one in a hundred? That one in a hundred chance, I'm not doing it. Not I'm telling it. you, you got to do it five you times. Have five some faith. Five. You, you're only doing it once. You're acting like you're doing it a I, lot more than I am. I know, no, no, but you're misunderstanding my point. I want the money. Well, I want the money too, but okay. with the chance of dying, I'm out. Okay, but but it doesn't matter. You weren't going to get the money anyway if you get death first. You understand? But if you get the million first, that's, why chance? You it again? just brought up a great I mean, point, Coach. I'm sorry if I have a little bit of logic in this. But if I roll it once and I die, great, I'm done. Never had the money anyway. No, 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 because you can still live your normal life. It's not like and never be a millionaire. That's okay. No, it's not okay. You're giving me the chance to be a millionaire right now in front of me with that big dice. But you have the chance to be a two millionaire. I don't want to be a two millionaire. Oh, come on. Because then I'll just die. What if I die? Then I won't ever be a millionaire. Then you'll never be a two millionaire. (laughs) It's the same logic you use. This is like a Seinfeld episode. Yes. Then Here's what's crazy. I asked my mother-in-law this question. Uh-huh. She said she'd roll it 20 times. What the hell is wrong with you? Yeah, she she's must, crazy at 20. I, I mean, some people just aren't scared of dying. I'm ghosts. telling you, you can get away with it at five. Anything more than that, you're just getting way too greedy. It, it, I mean, five, you can very easily live and have $5 million. Five is the number. Easily. Coach, that's a, that's a, that's a dream. Five, five million. million is a dream. I'm telling you, it's not hitting one, two, or three. Four, I mean, you could almost go three million guaranteed. Right now, it ain't you're hitting. One million dollars, I know exactly what to do with it. I mean, I would live a good life with one million dollars. I understand that, but the, I, I, yeah, that's the game. That was, the, that was, the, and I you're saw, none? None. What about your father in law? He said f- four, maybe. See, I'm in that same club, dude. Okay. I'm in the genius club. What about your wife? She said five. She said dude, five. She just chose like the exact same money, what? dude. You guys are the same. Hey, you should marry your coach. <laughs> dude, me and her came to the. I got to ask my fiance or wife this. Yeah, I'm going to ask my wife too. This is a good one, it's dude. A good, good one. I'll ask the kids too. Dude, it's a good one because it tells you. <laughs> it's such a dumb question, but it tells you so much about another person. It does. Sure. It, it, it's very interesting. Hey, try to record when you talk to your wives. Record it. No, no, I'm not playing my hey, wife on this. Hey, oh. and need some audio for our podcast. <laughs> I would just, I want to hear their reasoning. Coach, if you really want me to record her, it's also going to include her saying, what? What the hell are you talking about? Shut up. Don't um, edit it, right? Just record it and give don't, it to Arnold. Don't, edit, don't record it. This I is just, for the show I got to do. What is it for? The stupid little show? Oh, yeah, I just got Lunchbox wants game. it for the little show. Okay, I'll do it. Just have fake like it's... Wait, no, you want... She's like, I don't even go on the big show. You want me to go on the little show? <laughs> lunchbox, I, I didn't think know, about that. I just thought it would be fun, and that was the game. Dude, it's a great question. It's a good game. I like it. 
And when you Coach, match put it with, on uh, Twitter, I will. I'll put it on okay. Twitter today. And uh, five, five. I might even one. There's no way that the, the there's one, no way I'm doing one. I'm I'm definitely doing a a three or a five. Coach, like a three's like a five's a game changer. And you're not probably not. You're not gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is what you do when you bet. This is a lock. Dude, there's no way the no gonna way win. that's gonna no, lose. I'm telling you, five is money that can really ch- change how you go about your day to day. Five, I mean, one, is, coach. one is as well. But five, I mean, you, is where you start to go towards where you don't have to ever work again. <laughs> For rewind, right. rewind. I think Ray's right. Hold think- up. <laughs> What kind of life are you trying to live with five mil? Like a retired what, life. No, just give me a day, a you day can, to day. You can have two houses. It, you want, you with want one, two houses. But with one, a vacation home. Yeah, two houses. I can have two homes with one million. But Absolutely. coach, you can also start to pay for people's college when you get to five million. What are you talking about? I can't buy two two hundred dollar two hundred thousand dollar homes with a million dollars. I mean, but that's not going to be a very good. Vacation Who's your agent? Home. Overton. Yeah, where are you going to? Where are your? Where is your vacation home going to be for two hundred thousand? Corona Cove. Talking about, I get a home in Florida for two hundred thousand. Uh, not a very nice one. You're going to go back. <laughs> what are you talking about? Are you talking about, about you're going to be on the beach? No. no see, then why? Well, I, I'll be I'm on gonna, the bay with my boat. He no. wants to go back to the spot that he got corona. Yeah, he wants to commemorate that moment. I, I would rather. Guys, you can get a good house on the water for 2000 You don't have to be on the tourist destination. Are you looking at Verbo or owning, Coach? Like, oh. What are you talking about? What world do you guys live in that you can't find a place, a nice place? Vacation place for two hundred thousand. Here's the thing: I've watched uh, this love. This those uh, aren't real. Oh, my wife watches that show. I don't even know what it's called. There was but one. It's like find my vacation home, and they're like all they're all more than two hundred thousand. So that's they, why I go. There off was that. a beach beach house in like Chile or Venezuela or something. Exactly. That was like oh no, it was beautiful, beautiful. But I mean, there are no tourists there. Whatever, beautiful two story house with a pool right by the beach. One hundred eighty thousand dollars. Okay, that's I, different. I hear you. And let me say this, guys. There, there is a beautiful world out there with amazing places that aren't American prices. And I learned it firsthand in Costa Rica. We stayed for an entire month in the jungle with a pool in a bungalow, and it was three stories high, and I'm pretty sure we each paid 100 And it was for a whole month. It was $400. Exactly. Like, money See, is See, I've never been to those places. But, well, but Coach, they exist, and that's a vacation home. Well, now that changes my mind. All right, now that's what different. else with your five mil? Uh, once sports gets back, coach, I want to active. No, no, no. I want to actively be a, a fan. Like season ticket, I would love to have a suite for the whole Titans season. Okay, you can do that with a f- uh, let's just say five thousand. But and then the Ooh. home, the homes no. thing's the game. Ten thousand. Yeah, that's okay. Okay, coach, that's ten thousand well, dollars. Okay, but the homes <laughs> thing is big. If you can have a home in Costa Rica, if you can have a home in Nashville, if I could have a home in Michigan, then you once you're at the five million, you can start to get multiple homes where you're not then verboing and doing the. Uh, rent a home when you're going and visiting places. But you why need not? A- why not make money while you have money? You just want to spend it and not make it. No, no, no. I like to have play. Once you own these houses, that's you want to be able to go sell- to them. Yes, and you can sell them down the road. All houses make money, right? So why do you need five mil? I'm just saying, boys. Look, you can do this with one million dollars. I read an article. I read an article, life. coach. I read an article. The average amount of homes that a rich person has is nine. So there, there you go. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Yes. There nine? Was a, there was a so story that's what on you're basing it. But I'm just saying. That Eddie, the, how many people you know that have nine houses? None. Ray, how many people you know that have nine houses? Um, I know a person's pretty close. Okay, and I coach. Okay. See him okay, a lot. Here we go. Did he say congratulations recently? Okay. <laughs> hey, did he wink his eye recently? Okay. okay. Did he tell you I love you? Yeah. Okay. Coach. Okay. Got okay. it. Got okay. it. My bad. All right. Fine. You know that person. My bad. My bad. My bad. Now, because 
it's a 99% chance you're going to win that million dollars, right? That's a great chance. And 1% chance you're going to die. Yeah. I believe the Falcons this past weekend, they had a 90-something percent chance to win when they scored that touchdown with like a minute to go. Mm-hmm. That's the third or fourth time this year they've been at 90% under five minutes to win the game, and they lost all three. Did Arnold come up with that? I, I saw it online. <laughs> coach, that, oh, okay, okay, you saw it online. That's I was going to say, crazy. doing the game, Coach, talking about how the, the, no, no, they're no, connected I, to the Falcons game. Coach, call, email your uh, boss again, your MVP of the year. Yeah. I was just thought one, that was coach. crazy. I mean, it, I, I don't know what it's. I don't know what would be worse to be a a Cowboys fan or a Falcons fan. Because the Falcons, uh, well, well, get I up. would say Falcons because they've already been in the Super Bowl. They lost. That was hard. They lost the Super Bowl. They had a huge. Well, they did exactly what they've been doing all year. They have a huge lead yes. and they blow it. And this season, you get some huge leads, so you should be winning these games. The Cowboys have just been getting there. You know that you know the Cowboys. Oh. What do we say, Coach? You know, whenever like a start of the year, it's our year, boys. It's our year. This is it. This is the Cowboys' year, right? You know, we really have no reason to say that. Like, we really should stop saying that because we haven't had a year in a long time. So, so let's stop saying that. The Falcons, though, they have credibility to say that every year. All right, boys, this is it. It could be our year. I mean, they've made it to the top game, and they were winning. At a, I mean, they were so gone. close. So that's I. I say it sucks more to be a Falcons fan. Us Cowboys, yeah, we we act kind of bratty. We like kind of bratty. Well, I mean, we we love our team, so we were hopeful for them. But when they just do this crap, you just like, what do we do? Nothing. Can't do anything. Yeah. All right. Well, tonight season finale, Big Brother, my first season ever. <laughs> coach, okay, give coach. up on okay, it. Okay. No, no, coach. I'm wa- I've been watching the whole season, right? I'm in. I'm not. Oh, you're not watching? No, coach. Three nights a week, I can't watch a TV show. It's hard. It, it really is. It's a lot. But I. Said, okay, you know what? Ray tells me about this show. I'm going to watch it. I told you about five. it 12 years ago when it was good. Now the producers <laughs> need to do some other work to make it better. It's just well, weak, Coach. All right. Well, tonight, yeah, NBA enjoy, 2K. Enjoy, enjoy tomorrow night. Falcons, Panthers. Here we go. Great. I'll watch. No, I'll watch, too. Put yeah. some, I'll put some scratch on that. Oh, put, hey, who are you going to take? you going to take Falcons or Carolina? I'll probably take Carolina. And I hope everybody enjoyed the World Series all that stuff. It was it sure was a good series. We will cover <clears throat> it in a couple I, days. I'm not I, ready. I, look, right. no, I am look, not. I'm, I'm not, not ready look, to talk about it. I am look. not ready right now. I'm not ready to talk it, about it. I'm still processing. Guys, <laughs> Arnold, get everything on a one sheet for me so I can talk about it. I need time to prepare. Arnold, you know my thoughts. Put it into a paragraph form. Yeah. You're not ready right now. Perfect, Arnold. I'll talk about this on Friday. Make sure you have the score ready. Thank you. All right. Have a great win. How many runs they scored every inning and who the winning pitcher was. Thank you, Arnold. Oh, the Saints are only minus four at Chicago. Okay, goodbye. We're done. Ah! Arnold! (coughs) Man. Coach, can you make a dice like that? I don't know. (laughs) I don't have a million dollars to give you. You're not going to talk about World Series? No, guys, we're not really leaving. I mean, I I didn't want to talk about the World Series. Why not? Because... I lost my freaking bet. Dude, that's crazy. No, 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 no. Like, I'm so frustrated because I had two of the final four teams. I had the Braves and the Rays. The Rays make it to the World Series, and I don't win any freaking money. And it's not only that, but Kevin Cash, I would like to send you an invoice that you owe me $2,000. Who's that? That's the manager of the Tampa Bay Rays. Because Johnny Cash. No, Kevin Cash. Okay. 
Okay, you've been a champion in championships your whole life. Who? You what went- other teams? What? What other teams? He went to the Little League World Series when he was a kid. Okay, coach. As a player, he won a ring with the Yankees and the Red Sox. Oh. And now he's managing in the World Series. Okay? So you would think this guy has a feel for baseball. But no, he has no damn idea what he is doing. Let me guess. He didn't didn't ask for the bunt. No. Absolutely incorrect. The Rays are up one to nothing. It's the fifth inning. He's already got one out in the fifth inning. Snell is pitching a gym. Cy Young Award winner Snell is throwing a gym. 73 or 74 pitches. He has nine strikeouts. What inning is this? The fifth. And he pulls them. Maybe it was the sixth. Okay. He had pitched five and a third. Okay. And he gives up one little, he's given up two, a guy gets a hit. Mm-hmm. Like a little soft hit to the outfield. Nothing. No one had hit the ball hard against him all night. A hit. It's a sign of weakness. Go ahead. All night. And at 74 pitches, he pulls them. The dude had nine. The, the next three batters in the lineup, they were 0 for 6 with six strikeouts against Snell that night. And he decides, you know what? It's time to pull them. Yes, I know Snell has not gone six innings in his last, like, 20 starts. I get that. But this was a well, different. Well, there's that stat. I mean, if you're going to pull the stat of these batters going 0-4 or whatever like against him, that that's the same stat. I understand. He's going with the history of Snell has not lasted past seven innings or six innings, whatever. Why risk it right now, the most important game of your life? That's the problem. I understand you can look at all these, you know, yeah, diagrams, and they have these. And, and my cousin, I'm texting him back and forth, and he's like, listen, the Rays are all about analytics, and they pro- they have meetings before the games, and it's set. It's probably set on when you take someone out. Like if this happens, th- there's no wiggle room. Well, Kevin Cash came out after the game and said, "Listen, I regret the decision because it didn't work. But just so you know, it's my decision. We don't have that predetermined. Mm-hmm. I just didn't want. That's a great answer. I, I didn't want Mookie Betts." or Seager facing Blake Snell for a third time. I didn't want him to them to see him again. Really? Because they weren't seeing him the first two times through the it's order. It's kind of like the dice, Coach, the the 100-sided dice. Like, do you really – you already made it. You already won $4 million. Do you really want to roll that again and, 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 and risk the fact that you could die on one of those rolls? No. That's what he's saying. The problem is – He's already escaped death – few times why risk it again he hadn't had a hard hit again the ball hadn't been hit hard all night they had no uh, idea when they when he starts going out do you see the dodgers dugout start getting excited like thank you kevin cash for taking out blake snell because we have no idea how to hit him we can't figure it out we can't see the ball he is on fire he's a former cy young award winner and you take him out after five and a third and here's the thing he brings in this Anderson cat who in his last six outings, he's given up six runs. I mean, supposedly. So the Dodgers have already seen this guy and guess what? They've hit him. So they bring him in and guess what happens? First hitter home run double down the line. Mookie bets next hitter. Then he throws a wild pitch. They tie it up next hitter. Ground ball to first. They take the lead. Oh my gosh. Are you happy with your decision? Kevin cash, you absolute freaking moron. You Cost your team the World Series. Fire him? Absolutely. Relieve him of his duties. Here we go. And it should be Blake Snell. Another homeless person out there. Blake Snell should go into his office and say, 
you have been relieved of your duties, and he should take the keys from him like Kevin Cash took the ball for him last night in the fifth, sixth inning. I mean, I could not believe it. Next what? batter, singles to first. Next batter, grounds out to third. Fourth batter, gets corona. That, I, thought that, I, I thought that's what you're going to say. No, I oh. can't believe he 70 something pitches. You overmanage. There is go, such coach. thing. Let it go. I, was, I, I believe you're fueled by the pissed off feeling of you not getting your bet. I'm just fueled by the fact that we were robbed of a game seven. No, and you were robbed, robbed of how many thousands of dollars? 2,000. That's what you were robbed of. And I had pissed. to raise it 20 to 1 for $100. And I, th- th- it was the absolute, one of the worst managing decisions I've ever seen in baseball. What were the Dodgers at when you were in Vegas betting? Like three or four to one. Oh, okay. So so Vegas and everyone else knew that the Dodgers were going to win. Well, yeah, the Dodgers were one of the favorites coming into the season when they got Mookie bets. It was just like, okay, yeah. we're going to be lights out. And they got David Price, but they didn't even have David Price because he didn't play. He opted mm-hmm. out. But that's not the point. The point is you can't. Like, at some point, you have to trust your starter. You have to trust a Cy Young Award winner when he is just rolling. Like, okay, so if Mookie Betts gets a hit, okay, I can see maybe taking him out. But he gives up two hits, and you yank. I mean, he was sprinting out of the dugout, and the Dodgers all start cheering. Like, yay! They are happy to see him go because they couldn't hit it. And what are the Dodgers? They are a great Fastball hitting team, so you bring a guy in that throws 100 miles an hour and gets rocked. I mean, good grief. What a terrible night. I'm shocked why you just do a podcast on sports, Coach. It sounds like you should be a coach. Sounds like you should be a manager. I mean, you love coming on the next day of a game and listing out the things that they did wrong. Give the guy some props, Coach. What pro- what props would you like to give me? He's playing you, the World Series. You made the worst he's mistake won the little as le- a manager. He's won the Little League World Series. He's won two as a player. He's there now. He'll They'll be back next year. I used to rip Dave Roberts for all his dumb decisions. Oh, and now you don't rip him. Uh, well, no, he, no. He, as he a matter of repla- fact, no. As a matter of fact, you have already fired Dave Roberts. I fired him last year. Now, yeah. Are you rehiring him now? I would like to say exactly. that Dave Roberts, you have – you have been replaced as the dumbest manager in Major League Baseball because that was idiotic. It was yeah. so stupid. This is why you don't go firing people. Now you want to hire Dave Roberts. Again. I, I don't want to hire him. I wouldn't hire. I wouldn't have one him on my team because okay. he's Captain Hook. I mean, Mister Quick to Hook, and I mean Kevin Cash. Just absolutely, the bullpen was worn out. He overused the bullpen, and I understand they get a lot of innings out of their bullpen. But man, they used him they so much in the playoffs. Anderson was worn out. He gave up seven okay. runs in his last seven outings. That's Great. so bad for the quote unquote. If you would have pulled Snell and brought it Anderson, and Anderson pitched lights out, and you would have won your bet, you'd be happy right now. You no, would, no. I would still say it was the wrong decision, even if it worked no, out you and they would forced not. it. I promise That's you. The dumbest because I tweeted it immediately. I said, What the hell are you doing? Immediately when he went out there and signaled to the bullpen, give me the righty, I said, what the hell are you doing? Idiot, idiot, idiot. I hate this move. It didn't have anything to do with it. He got it wrong or right. It was a dumb decision. Did you tweet immediately when Justin Turner came back out without a now, mask? Now that, what, what? now that I'm so confused by also. <laughs> because, hey, here's the thing. So let's say the Rays win game six. Uh-huh. How do the Dodgers play game seven? Because they all got to have corona, right? I mean, Probably. But at this point, it's the it's the last game of the season, so let everyone play with Corona. You know what I'm saying? Like 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 we've been trying to avoid Corona. So let, let's be real. We don't care about these players as people. We pl- we care about these players as Major League Baseball players, right? We want to see baseball. Well, no. I I care if they get sick. No, and die. we don't. We care about you know like they're going to play or they're not going to play. Oh my gosh, they have Corona. Let's keep everyone safe and those players. 
uh, you know, let's let that team sit out for a week and get over Corona, but we want him back in that field. Like, That's really ultimately what people care about. Well, no, because like like Dak right now, I, I I feel bad for him as a person. Like I care about him as a person. For I a hope second, did you think about him yesterday? No, we don't go about our day thinking about well, Dak. No, no, I don't. I don't think about every player every day. But whenever I see a news story about the Cowboys, I'm like, man, I hope Dak's okay. okay. Well, that's nice o- of you. That's nice of you. Automatically, because I don't like to see the injuries, right? Like that. But so I, I go back to Justin Turner gets pulled in the in the middle of the game, mm-hmm. and they don't say anything about. It. They're like, well, we don't know if something happened. Did they really him. not know? You think the announcers were like, man, I have no idea what's going on. Like I, they didn't say anything. Did he tweak something? We don't know. Um. And we're like, okay. Uh, and then after the game, it's like, oh, he tested positive for Corona. He got it. So the test came back in the middle of the game, which makes no sense to me how you're getting a test back in the middle of the freaking game. Hey, those test people, those result people, they work nonstop all around the clock, coach. Yeah, and maybe they were watching the game and they decided, oh, we need to get him out of there, give the Rays a chance. I don't know. I bet you somebody got an email from the results. Whoever's in charge of the Corona results, they got an email while they were sitting at home watching the game and being like, Holy crap. Like Justin Turner has Corona. Hey, you're at the stadium. Billy, you're at the stadium. And get they, a hold of the Dodgers right now. Go and to they the called dugout. The phone and Dave Roberts thought it was the bullpen. He's it like, no, 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 we're not going to the bullpen, dude. We're, we're, it was the COVID uh, pin. Yeah, it's the COVID call. Oh, golly. Turner, out, 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 out. Get over here. So he's supposed to go quarantine. Then next thing you know, he's out there celebrating with his teammates. Yes. And so I thought about this and I feel like. Uh, probably 50% of his teammates were like, uh, what's he doing back out here? Like, he shouldn't Had be out to here. Be. And, but, and then he's out there with all the families and kids yes, and everybody. Everyone. But the other half of it is just like, dude, who cares? You know what? Let's just celebrate. This is a once-in-a-lifetime deal. I'll get corona as long as my teammate's right here with me. So now all those people should are have to quarantine. Exposed, but right? they're not. I mean, not, not all of them are going to have corona. But, but they all need to quarantine, right? Uh, if that's what they want to do. I don't think they will. They should all probably get tested in a couple of days. Yeah. Problem with this stuff, Coach, really, like, when you start talking to people and they're like, oh, I remember, yeah, this is where I went and got exposed or whatever, but I didn't get sick for another week. Like, they could be negative for another week and then get it, and they're like, oh, this comes back to Justin Turner. But that was a week ago. So, who knows? But I found it just crazy that he's out there taking pictures with no masks, celebrating with his teammates. So that means he probably went back in the locker room, celebrated with his teammates after he got the positive test. Mm -hmm. Because I even tweeted, I go, man, you finally win a World Series and you can't even celebrate with your boys because you got corona. Uh, uh, He did. This is such a 2020 thing to happen. And smash cut, cut. two minutes later, here comes Turner out. Yeah, there he comes. World Series champion. He wasn't wearing a hazmat suit or anything? No. Huh. But. My uh, my other thought was if there was a game seven, I bet you he would have pulled a Nick Saban. Somehow he would have got three negative oh, tests. Oh, for sure it would have been a negative. It would have got false three positive. negatives by, by tonight, and he would have been playing. Absolutely, that's why I'm saying, coach. These athletes don't care. They just want to. They don't. They just want to play ball. Honestly, they just want to play ball. I think everyone in that organization is like, dude, whatever. We get Corona. That's why we're here. That's why we're here playing the, the game all together. We get Corona. We get Corona. Also, maybe Major League Baseball called Kevin Cash and said, hey, we just found out Turner is going to be has Corona. We need the World Series to end tonight. Can you please go take Blake Snell out of the game? And he did. Now, you know what I just realized last night? No, I don't. Uh, Justin Turner has a, a black uh, mark on his bat, the back of his jersey. Yeah, it's from the pine tar on his bat. Okay, is that what it is? Yeah, I think so. He has it every game? Because I think he has pine tar on his bat, and he just kind of holds it on his 
jersey or whatever? I feel like it's a protest. I feel like it's part of like a Black Lives Matter thing or something because it's there every game. I don't know he coincidentally like. Oh, no, I think he just puts his okay, bat there. Okay, okay. I thought he was like, hey, let's remember, you know, we're, we're athletes and we have a, an audience. And so that's what his, his stance is or whatever. That's what I thought, Coach, because every game he has that black mark there. And I thought you maybe knew something. No, I think I really just think it's pine tar. <laughs> then, then, then here's the most frustrating part. The two guys, Tampa Bay Rays, you, your last two hitters, you've waited your whole life to play for a World Series, right? Mm-hmm. You want to win the World Series. You've been dreaming about this since you were a little kid. Mm-hmm. How about you swing the damn bat? Why not take the bat it's off your scary. shoulder? It's scary. Why there, not coach. take the bat off your shoulder and swing it through the zone and maybe you'll hit the ball? Because as long as you leave that bat just sitting there on your shoulder, you're never going to hit it, and you're never going to come back and win. Okay, and, and, Little League coach. I mean, literally, the last two guys just sat there and took third strikes, like right down the middle, like, oh, well, this was fun. Well, they you know, thought it was going to be a curve. They thought it was going to fall. Okay, well, once it's not swing, I don't care. I don't care if it's already hit the mitt. Swing. Would you rather strike out swinging or strike out standing? Swinging. I want to go down swinging with my World Series dreams, hopes, everything, instead of just with the bat on my shoulder. Never took like, that chance. Never taking a chance to hit the freaking baseball. Right. It sounds like you love the series, Coach. Thanks for uh, it was summarizing a, it, that. It, it, the baseball was really good. Yeah. The, 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 it was a really good, entertaining series. But just some dumb, a dumb manager decision, and then two guys that don't want to take the bat off their shoulder and swing at the pitch. Coach. Like, I know that he throws hard, but swing the bat. Did you really think the Rays were going to win two in a row? Get out of here. Come on. I did. Okay. I really did. Well, you hoped. That's what you did. You hoped. So congratulations to the Dodgers. You're World Series champions, and I hate you. <laughs> I really do hate him. Kevin Cash, you freaking moron. Oh. Yeah, Kevin Cash. I ain't cashing my damn ticket. Is that the end? No, no, that's the end. That's it. That's the end. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.